Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Keeping It Real podcast, being your own force. My name is Randy Lamont, and I just truly love doing this podcast and sharing real, raw stories all of our personal stories connecting together. Maybe you're here to become your best version yourself, you know, and just doing what you want to do. I'm so tired of all the things that we should have, could have, would have, or like being this version of ourselves that we think we should be because other people perceive us this way. I'm just tired of all that stuff. And I just want to honestly be our true best versions of what we think that looks like. Um, you know, keeping it real, sharing the raw, true things about our stories and having a connection. Maybe you're going through something and you just feel so alone and isolated and nobody gets you. And I hope this is a place where it don't feel like that because I've been there, done that. And I just wanted to share some information and connect with you. So, and feel like we can grow together and a beautiful community supporting each other. So if this totally sounds like something up your alley, then please stay connected to this podcast. Hello. Oh my goodness. I am super, super excited about this podcast that I had a beautiful guest, Rima, come on. And um, she was so brave. I just love her because she was so um, real and genuine and honest. And um, it's a story about, you know, being a mom, how you kind of lose yourself. You know, you put everyone else's needs first. And, you know, then you stop kind of following your dreams and aspirations and things like that. And um, so she just kind of talks about when she had her haha moment of enough and decided to go after what she wanted. And then the the benefits of doing that and how her life is in like is today and how it's impacting her herself and her family. So I'm super excited to share um this podcast and I truly hope you enjoy. Oh my goodness. Okay. It's on. Oh my goodness. Okay. I am super, super excited about today. Like you have no idea. I'm like I like I'm vibrating first and foremost. This woman's energy is amazing and contagious. And I'm so honored that Rima decided to join me on Keeping It Real. That is awesome. I'm so honored. Um, before like Rima's kind of getting on here, she's going to share like her journey with following her, like her vision, hey, your dream, her passion, and talking about that. But before I allow her to share it, I wanted to share how her and I first met because we were in Mexico. I was sitting in a pool drinking a margarita. Looking <laughs> really hot. <laughs> and here comes this beautiful, stunning, like you exude so much like confidence and like like self-love. Like when you came and sat in the pool beside us, I was like, oh, this woman is like you just exude self-respect and that you are your true authentic self. Like you are you and you embrace it. So like I was just in awe of that because I've always strived to be like that. So I have a question for you because some people are naturally like, you know, kind of born with it or their parents really instilled those good, like esteem worthy, you know, beliefs and, and systems. But like, were you always like that? Or did you have to work on that? I was not always like that. Okay. Not always okay. Like First of all, like Randy, really thank you. You're making me like blush, but you don't see thankfully. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I'm just getting goosebumps here. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a good day. You're adorable. You want me to answer or you want to continue? Well, kind of. Like, okay, well, so what kind of person were you before you shy, started to work on yourself? I was the shy kid at school. I, I, I always had good friends. I always had, you know, like I always had good people around me. But if the teacher asked me to go on the board and write something, I would be the one turning red, you know, if someone would ask me to speak or answer I'm like I'm the last one to raise my hand and being the tallest kid I guess also in class because I was at some point in time or at least the tallest girl you always tend to be like this you know hunched down just a fit for pictures for talking to people for all of this I always felt like you know like you're kind of dimming yourself at one point in time now thinking back you know yeah. that was the that was the reality but um but I guess I always was a positive person. 
So I always was someone who was willing to trust in myself and to see the good in everybody. So I maybe that also kind of started shattering those limiting beliefs because you assume that people, I'm always the one that gives the benefit of the doubt to the person standing in front of me. So yeah. they're not here to, to get me. They're not here because they're mean. They're not here because, you know, so it was always that, I guess you, you kind of, take you you when you see it in others you start also realizing that you also have it and it builds your confidence slowly but confidence is not innate you have to also work for it nobody's born like that you know you have to work for it if that's what you want you know but yeah. that's it starts you have to want something <laughs> yeah yeah I just had to share that because that's like I remember that like it happened yesterday like every time I think of you see you or see your stories or your posts. I'm just like, I just picture you walking into the pool and just like, hi, I'm Reba. <laughs> hi. Who the hell are you again? <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> well, it's, it's similar, you know, I would, we always say that when you see it in others, it means that you also have it as well. It's like, oh. that's something that I fully, fully, fully believe in. Because a lot of people would be, we wouldn't see it as a nice thing. They, some people would say, oh, wow, who does she think she is? She's just walking over here. You know, it's, like, it's people's insecurities, I guess, as well. Yes. Obviously, yeah. you don't have that. So. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, uh, that was just a sidebar. Sorry, I really had to share that with you. Um, okay, so I guess we're going to start yes. with you and your story and, like, probably where you live and what's going on and, like, the themes and the inspiration you want to share with everyone. Oh, all right. So, <laughs> I, I live in Canada, but I live in Montreal. So I know that we're a couple of hours or is it one hour apart? I think we're only that. one hour. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I think we're more than that. Oh. Anyways, yeah. I've been in Montreal. I've been in Canada for 26 years. I come originally from uh, Lebanon and I grew up actually in war times in Lebanon. So it wasn't always uh, sunshines and flowers and all of that. But I guess those experiences as well shape you you know like you, there's always good to kind of distance yourself a little bit and see it from a different perspective it was challenging at times but it was also super fun <laughs> we created good you know bonds within the family because we're always stuck with each other <laughs> it's like you know and coming here obviously I came here uh not obviously but I came here for love uh, followed the gut feelings, uh, butterflies in the stomach very early on. I think at the age of 16, I knew that he was the one. And oh. yeah, I was already living in Montreal. So, you know, and traditionally, I couldn't tell my dad, well, I'm going to go live with my boyfriend. <laughs> it doesn't work like that in that part of the world. <laughs> so um, I had to kind of, we had to, you know, make things a little bit more formal and got married and came here early and did my university, finished my university here and um, started working for a very small startup uh, company. I was uh, the person doing a lot of things, uh, but even at that stage, I was the solid no to getting employed. Like, I don't know why. I just, for me, freedom, you know, is something that's really super important. I think it's yeah. to keep proximity. Also, maybe the idea always held me back in terms, not held me back, I think it's an asset, but the idea that my family doesn't live next to me, I always felt like I needed the flexibility in case somebody needs me to be available for them. So that's why maybe yeah. at the base, the, the the freedom is something that's super important to me. Like I'm somebody who would like to pick up and leave if my mother needs me, you know, like, yeah. so, so I think ever since that stage, I've been trying to figure out ways of, you know, earning money while you need to pick up and leave, right? Because <laughs> sometimes yeah. if you're employed, well, you can't. Yeah. You're not trading. You know, you're kind of stuck. Yeah. Unless they give you only a week or maybe two and that's like it. <laughs> exactly. So gut feeling number one, I guess, was really that, was coming here for love and staying here and, uh, and building my life here. And then found out I was pregnant, hence came... Uh, you know, second gut feeling of saying, okay, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. Can we figure that one out? <laughs> we did. Yeah. So I was a stay-at-home mom for quite a few years and, um, you know, got, got kid number one and then kid number two came like that. You know, it just happened. It's one of those things. And, uh, you know. Can I ask you a question? Because I hear this a lot from other women and it's not every, uh, like, woman experiences. But when you had your kids, did you find, like, you lost yourself? Like who you are, your yeah okay. I'm just curious because 
yeah. big time you know i think it i don't know if i lost totally myself or not but i would say that i was definitely not number one priority <laughs> I was definitely someone who wanted to be doing everything at the same time. I never left my kids when I was young, when they were young. I was young as well, but you know, uh, I didn't do the daycare early on. And my husband, I kind of said, yes, sure. I mean, we need to pay for all of the expenses. So somebody had to work extra and, and make things work. And it was him. So I'm very grateful that he was able to manage all of that, which meant that he was working insane hours. And one time I would tell you, he walked into the house at six o'clock PM and I looked at him straight and I'm like, were you fired? Because <laughs> that was like unseen for me. You know, he would be typically home at like nine, 10 and long days, you know, like it's, yeah you're in a couple you're in a partnership so you want to make it work and ego kind of goes aside which is not a bad thing and you say what's best for the core you know how can we make it work as a as a team and uh i would tell you that yes to answer your question definitely lost a part of me there um they didn't realize that you know you can still take care of yourself while taking care of others uh we go into that mom guilt a lot mom guilt is something that still follows me i would say until today which is like i guess these things it takes generations to undo <laughs> you know yeah. so, uh you know you think that you can't be giving the best you can if you're also taking care of yourself somehow as a as a young mother that was my feeling you know like if i want to show people that i'm really like i'm focused on my children that it's okay if my hair is crazy it's okay if uh you know i i don't work out or eat healthy it's okay if, as long as they are eating properly as long as i'm yeah to their activities as long as you know my house is kind of clean if people walked in you know like so people would say well yeah why wouldn't you sleep when they're sleeping i'm like i need to cook i need to clean i need to do laundry i'm like i don't know what you guys are talking about i don't have time for that so yeah. you lose a part of you and then you lose a part of you know you you kind of have a new purpose that you are a mother and you're nurturing and you're loving and you're trying to do the best you can and you're learning you're always learning up until now you know like you don't know what you're doing are you you know there's no magic formula <laughs> and and kids they kind of get you out of your focus all the time you know so uh, so it's you lose yourself a little bit but then you know at one point in time for me what happened was very i was at a bus stop honestly i was dropping off at the often dropping them off at school i had no idea i would be talking about that but i was dropping them off at the bus stop and then i looked at myself you know i was in like weird sweats i you know wasn't like not the sexy sweats that i have on today you know <laughs> my sexy sweats today are good like i would go out <laughs> back in the day it wasn't that you know yeah. and, um, i'm like okay this is fun but what the hell happens after so i realized that i was like my weight was really not under control in any way i had thyroid problem i always kept Putting, pushing it back on that, like it's my fire. That's why I gained a lot of weight. You know, it's okay. Um, I wasn't exercising. I wasn't doing anything. And I dropped them off at the bus stop. And I look at myself and I say, "That's it. I'm done. Like I'm done." I went straight from the bus stop to the gym. I signed up with the personal trainer, with nutritionist. I signed up for a full year. And then just to say, okay, you know, like it was really one of those things. The girl said, I, I was asking, when do you have classes? And she's like, there's a class that just started like five minutes ago. I look at myself, I'm like, I'm really not wearing clothes for that. But you know what? I'm going to go in. I love it. So I go into class and, and the guy, like the instructor, his name is uh, Peter. We're still friends. Like he's a nice, uh, very nice gentleman. And then he looks at me. He's like, she's really out of place here. You know? <laughs> and then he wanted to do like push-ups, not push-ups and sit-ups. And I'm looking at myself and I don't know how to do a sit-up. <laughs> but that's how far, you know. But sometimes there's this light bulb that just happens, and you're like, okay, fine. This is fine. I lost a part of me, but where? How can I get it back? Because we can get it back. 
Like we can't, it's just a decision. You want to get it back when you're not happy where you are. Just yeah. find a way to get yourself out of that unhappiness. There's always a shift that could happen. Change, we can control it. You know, we can, we do have a voice. We do have something like, as my favorite, one of my favorite people said, you're, you know, if you're unhappy where you are, you're not a tree. Just pick up and leave. <laughs> yeah. I picked up when I left the situation I was in. So that's it. It's, uh, you know. That's that's one of one of I, I don't know if I answered your question or not. You did, you did. I would just I always say that all the time, and I just wonder, like, and I, I do see that and hear that from a lot of my close loved ones that, like, you know, they do feel guilty putting their needs first and taking care of their self care, and then when they do make that switch, it is that light bulb going off, like, holy shit, I'm actually a better person. I'm more grounded. I'm more calm. I'm rested and make the relationships better. They can take care of their kids better, but it's hard to, it's, yeah, you feel guilty putting your needs there. Like, it's, it's just so silly and it's, it's not silly, but it's sad that it's like, everyone thinks that way. A lot of, not everyone, but a majority of women I do, like, like you said, mom guilt's a huge thing. It's like, a it's huge so thing. huge. And it's like, wow, that is so impactful. Like that guilt changes or makes you do, or, you know, gets you to do things that you don't prioritize your health and yourself. And yeah. yeah. You feel like your purpose just became serving your family, you know, yeah. which is true. Definitely. This is a purpose and this is nice and this is good, but it's okay to be more than just one thing. You know, like I was a wife before I was a woman before I was a professional before it's fine to go after what you want in that. But at one point in time, it's also okay to look at yourself and reevaluate and say, I was happy with that decision five years ago. Am I still happy with it today? Are my kids getting older? Do I have more time for myself? Like it's okay to look at yourself flat in the mirror and say, can you do it? Because I gave myself so many excuses before I started working. Like, we'll get into that after I know. You know, it's like I gave myself so many excuses because the way it happens when you're in that mindset, you start seeing everything in a very different light. So I would explain. Um, I had a meeting with a friend back in the day. We, I, Who knew that I always wanted to be an entrepreneur? Like, this is, you know. And uh, we had a meeting. We wanted to start something together. And then I go and I feel pumped and, you know, like, this is nice. That's what I want. And then I get a call from school. Your son is sick. And then if I'm not in that mindset of mom guilt, I would have said, you know what? That's fine. He's sick. I go pick him up. We come home. It's fine. And we go back to talking about the business journey, the entrepreneurship that I wanted to start. But no, when you're in that mindset, you self-sabotage. You say, I get a call. It's a sign from the universe that I should not be pursuing what I want to do. Second case, same thing. You know, like I was actually interviewed by someone for, for a job position. And it was interesting. It would, it would get me out of the house. It would be something part-time. Same thing. I got a call for the second son. And that's how I saw it. You know, it's like, and it happens within the day. It's because the universe is always testing your commitment to whatever you're doing. <laughs> and now I celebrate, no, I don't celebrate those moments. Like I'll rephrase, but you know, when you have, when you have obstacles, it's okay to stop and think, okay, universe is testing my commitment. Am I full on in, am I dedicated? Am I living in alignment? Is it the, do I see the, do I have a clear vision of where I want to go? fine. I'm being tested. It's all right. Just, you know, let's keep on pushing. It's fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, and I'll, I'll go into how I started, I guess, working like this is something that, you know, I, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And again, one day it's like, okay, fine. You look at yourself really. I mean, it's great. I, you know, my kids are a little bit older. I think I've, I can, say that I'm a good wife. I can say that I'm a good mom. I can say that I'm a nice friend. I can say that I'm a, you know, uh, whatever, like all of those things that you kind of, you know, slowly check. And at the end, you're like, okay, but what do I see myself doing later on? Like, I still, I can, my purpose could be bigger than that. Like not bigger than that, but there's, there's more than one thing. There's more for you. Yes. You know, so I, we are all made for more. We're, we live in a world that tells us that you should be in a box and yeah. it's fine and you should be happy with it, <laughs> you know, 
but we ha we are all made for something more whatever that purpose that you have whatever the butterflies that you have inside whatever that voice that is bigger than you is trying to tell you it's fine to follow it every now and then and kind of shatter those norms that kind of go back and put you in that little box you know whatever that little box is little box could be smaller and bigger for other people right but but at one point in time it was really i got to a point where okay fine i've done all of these things but where am i like who am i yeah. i i remembered that i'm a designer i'm like okay great this is good like let's go back and live that so i started you know a little bit freelancing as a graphic designer and that was fun you start getting out of the house you start meeting people you start dressing up and you know like business attires to feel into the that person again you know yeah what yep. i do believe when you look good you feel good like that's, like not your sweatpants and your like what a different comparison hey yeah so bought a first suit and i did you know like the first suit after the pregnancy and the body changes and all of that uh started being a little bit more mindful about what i'm eating how i'm you know like the people I'm around and all of these things started and then I'm like okay but I'm still exchanging my time for money if I <laughs> deliver a few things I get a few things and this is it you know so I've, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur at heart and then I started um I, I went the story is so funny because I went shopping for a pillow like a cushion decorative pillow and I go into stores and I don't like anything that I see, uh, either flimsy or, you know, like I, I wanted to get something that's made in Montreal. I wanted to get something that I can, you know, at least encourage a local business, something like, like a little bit more purposeful, you know, and I didn't find anything that I wanted. Or if I did, it would cost me like 300 bucks, you know, and I, I'm not in the budget for that. So one day I, I saw the supplier and they said that you can actually personalize a pillow. I'm like, oh, that's great. Like, I'm a designer. I want to, you know, I want to do this. So I started and I designed my first pillow and I put it in my house. And everybody who would walk into the house, they're like, where did you get that? You know? And I'm like, uh, I made it. Oh, wow, that's so cool. Can you make me one? You know, so it was, it started like this. And then I'm like, oh, people are liking it. That's cool. Where can I go with that? You know, so I started in my free time between the kids and the family and my, my job with my clients. I started a collection. And I'm like, okay, this is great. Let's start a website. You know, it's like, and then the website comes, and then you know, it's how like, did you not like when you're doing all that? Like, because you're balancing all your your hats, your roles, and your responsibilities. Like, how did you not get overwhelmed, or how do you balance that out when you were doing that? You get overwhelmed. You get overwhelmed. You get stuck. And it's okay. You know, being overwhelmed is okay. We're so scared of being overwhelmed, but. From my experience, the busiest people are the most productive people. So when you have a little bit of, you know, we need that, you know, that, that feeling of, of being on the edge of something, like that little bit of a fire. I'm like, what am I doing? I have no idea. Should yeah. I, you know, should I, should I put myself like, you know, play it small a little bit because I'm feeling unsafe or I should do a little thing every day or, you know, so you, you try to balance everything out and, some things will fall and it's okay you just don't want to go into that mom guilt again you don't want to go into that you know it's like yeah i, I was guilty at times of, of feeling bad you know like even until now if dinner is not ready at the table at a certain time i feel like i'm not being you know i'm not balancing everything out but yesterday i had something i had a work function all day and when i got home at 10 p.m guess what dinner was not made but it's okay. They're old enough. They made something for themselves. It's yeah. not a big deal, you know, not as yeah. healthy as I would have done it, but it's okay. It's like, you know, take a breath and it's okay. Just Everything's one, good. Everything's fine. It's one day. Yeah. But um, it's, uh, listen, we have to go with the intention. We have to realize what the purpose is at the end of the day. Is it worth you juggling or not people with clear vision of where they're going they will make it work people who don't care about it that much or don't have a clear vision will always find an excuse and the excuses will always be bigger than anything that you can put out there so at the end of the day yes you're going to get tired yes things are going to be chaotic but embrace the chaos it's it's not that bad like 
being on the edge of something is always like it's it's fine let's remember that thrill the thrill is nice like when I was a stay stay at home mom full time I still consider myself a stay at home mom because my my business is at home you know but um when I was a stay at home mom it's like I can't remember what I was saying anyway, anyway. <laughs> your entrepreneurship you're getting the yeah. fire and the pillows and exactly. then you're like Oh. your website was the last thing you website. said so it was the websites and then I started and then you know like I you're starting something and then you're going into stores and you think that it's going to happen you know like things are just gonna fall into place and that's what you're expecting them to and do and boom you're a success yeah exactly because you know people do it like but it's so not true like when you start looking at people's stories it, it definitely doesn't work like success is nothing like it's it's just the tip of the iceberg that you see yeah. but you don't see everything that goes into it before that and um it's always uh it's always messy to try to juggle like today i actually after my my pillow business that i started honest in all pure honesty uh i hit a lot of uh, walls and um and that's okay you know i was disappointed uh, but that's okay but i realized now that it's i hit the walls and i didn't see how to get around them or go through them because i did not have that clear vision of where i was heading I would be totally honest with you. Like it started very, you know, I was guided by other people through through that, you know. It's like, okay, I'll do this. And oh, the feedback is this, so you do this. And but no, when you know exactly what you're standing for, you don't want to go around what people's opinions are. You want to put those here and you want to keep on going no matter what. And in the meantime, you know, the, the answer of the kind of vision that I had or the prayer or the whatever I've been calling for the last few years of finding myself or getting healthier, of living a life with bigger purpose, of um, building a business that kind of you can build and distance yourself from, you know, nobody can dictate your price in a way. It came in a different vehicle for me right like it's because I, I had started as well when i was busy with my pillows something else came along and the person who introduced me to my business that i that i also am growing today in health and wellness is a person that did not think that i would say yes to it because they saw me already starting a business you know yeah but sometimes what we're asking for and what we're praying for could come in a different vehicle and that packaged in a different way and sometimes it hits you in the face 50 times and you don't even see it. <laughs> it did hit me, the same business. Exactly. <laughs> it slapped me in the face a few times. Well, like, no, 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 that's like, no, I have my, my game is on in a different way, you know. But, um, but it's nice because I guess what I've learned is that at the end of the day, as long as you know why you're doing what you're doing, why you're... And, and and as long as there's the reason that pulls you out of bed is bigger than everything else, go for it. Like, we're so scared of the things that we don't see. But at the end of the day, vision, you have to see it way before anybody else's. It's, it's yours. It's your vision. And people will not follow you just because you said it. And it's not theirs to follow or to see. But being faithful to your vision, put in the work, have faith in what you're creating, no matter whatever you're creating, do the best that you can and then try to surpass yourself. Nothing comes for free in life. You have to want it and work for it, definitely actions, and you have to have faith in what you're creating. And I love the fact that today, I mean, I'm 45, I'm not, uh, you know, it's uh, uh a lot of people around me would say, why are you doing that right now? Like, maybe it's easier for you just to go get a job and play it safe for the next few while and then retire and that's it, you know? Yeah. But that's not also the example. That's not what I want for me. Honestly, that's not what I want for me. And the other thing is that that's not what I want for my kids to see either. Like, I want them to see uh, that your vision has no age limit, you know? It's not because... I was out of the business or work market for 10 years because I was taking care of my kids, then that's it. It's the end, you know? It's I feel like my life just started like, on many levels. You know? <laughs> I love that. And I love what you're so you're so spot on. Like 
no one can see your vision. No one. And I know when I started my stuff, everyone's like, what are you doing? And then people would say negative things. Of course. And it was so funny in the beginning, I would take that so personal. I would be like, oh, and then they would get in my head, just like what you said with your pillows, you would then go this way. Someone would say this and you navigate instead of following your true self and your vision and like tunnel. <laughs> and it's so funny. And I think, oh, I have a question for you. I like for me, entrepreneurship has given me a beautiful gift. It has given me the the mindset and the perseverance you need to continue. And when people because I, I care what people think. I mean, I still do. Yeah. And you care and you want to be liked and yeah. that's just like that's who we are, we're humans, right? Yeah. And but when people say shit now, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, it's not about me. I'm sorry that I'm a trigger for you because I'm stepping out. I'm, I'm going for it. I don't know what it looks like or what the heck I'm doing, but this is what I want and this is what I vision. And I feel like it's a trigger for people because they're not taking the chance, you know, yeah. the risk if they want to, or there's other reasons about it. it could be a trigger for other things or, but I feel like I realized that it's not, it's not me. It's their issue. And that is, and I take that with everything in life now, like, and I think that is such a beautiful gift to have and not have that stress or take things personal and let it eat you off the end. And so what, I'm kind of cutting a little ahead here, but what, what did entrepreneurship give you? What was your gift? Oh my God. The biggest gift I think that entrepreneurship gave me and is giving me is that I'm getting to know exactly who I am. Oh, oh it, I just got goosebumps. It, honestly, it's one of those things right. that teaches you exactly how strong you are, builds you up, um, shatters you at times. But then you stand up again and you say, I have done it again. I can do it again and I can do it again, <laughs> you know? And I believe that this is one of the best things. It's like expansion, you know, like yes. thinking bigger things. Don't sweat the little things. As long as you're aligned and you're doing it for the right reasons and you feel complete and fulfilled, then it's so nice to find yourself. And I know that myself is not meant to stay here. I don't want to be stagnant in anything in my life. I want to be. I'm getting teary eyed. I don't know why you're putting. <laughs> I'm sorry. Beautiful. But, That's good. I love it. It just. But, yeah. I feel everything you're saying. I'm just like. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> but yeah. I, you know, like it's it's you want to know that no matter what, you want to grow. Like you you want to grow. Like. I'm not here just to be, I don't, I don't want to please everybody. I've, I'm, I've done that in the past. I'm so not into that anymore. I know that the people who are in my life are there because not because they like me, but maybe because they inspire me and I inspire them. We elevate each other. Like, look at us. We're talking. It's, this is what life should be about. You know, it's, it should be about collaborating, building people up, growing yourself and growing the people, helping the people around you grow as well. And to me, the biggest purpose, I guess, that I really found again in terms of the spark, you know, of the whole entrepreneurial thing, other than finding myself, is also finding the need and saying it out loud that my life is much more complete when I have a contribution as a base to everything that I do. As long as you're telling me that what you're doing is serving as well myself and my family, of course, we, you know, we have to fill our cup first, but it's also contributing to the people around you, no matter how big or small, it could be one person, like it could be a hundred, like it could be thousands. It could be financial. It could be in different ways. It could be emotional. It could be whatever. But if you're contributing, you feel that, that, that drives me like that for me is another big drive. We, you know, so Alignment is, is just a nice feeling, and I wish that for everybody. Do we all have days when we're off? Of course we of do. Course. Of course we do. We have our pity parties. <laughs> but that's what it is. I call it a pity party. I give it a few hours or a few minutes or a day. Yeah, 24 hours is max. Yeah. That's it. And that's yeah. it. After that, it's like done, you know? And I believe that that's what makes a difference between the person who will succeed and the person who will succeed is a relative term but in my terms 
let's say when we're talking about the one percenters are the ones that are willing to do the work that 99% of the people are not willing to do it. Why aren't they willing to do it? Because they get tired, because we're lazy, because we want to prioritize sleep, because we want to prioritize something other than we're scared. We're scared what people think. Exactly. We, we think we're not, you know, smart enough, good enough, that enough. Or worthy enough. I'm yeah, always that really enough. enough. Lack of enough. Yeah. That's it. Or but, who do I uh, think I am? <laughs> like to do it like yeah it's yeah. just putting at the end of the day it's just putting waking up and putting one step in front of the other and saying i'm grateful for another day let's get it let's give it the best we can and if it's not the best we can today we can give it the best we can tomorrow it's not we give it the best we can in two months <laughs> it's like yeah. let's yeah i love it like you have a vision and a goal and my thing is like then i like reverse engineer okay baby steps how can I, like, what do I need to do to get there? So then you're not seeing the whole picture. Then you're like, because oh, the whole picture can be overwhelming, like oh, the yeah. end vision. And then you're like, nope, no, can't do that. No. Yeah. So I love that, like, taking it day by day. It's just, That's it. Taking it day yeah. by day. And, and you know, I know you're going to mess up and make mistakes and maybe look silly. <laughs> and it's okay. I do, I do all the time. No, I, me too. You have to see my story yesterday on on social media. I laughed my ass off at myself, but you know, it's like whatever. This is whatever. Me. Yeah. yeah. And I, I wanted to say, like, I love that we have entrepreneur talks. I love it because it's been my passion. I didn't realize because I've been working for someone since I was fifteen till I was thirty six. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thirty, under almost forty, right away. So it's like, wow, I've worked for someone for so long. So this entrepreneurship and, like you said, the fire, the drive. Like when I'm learning and growing and figuring things out and falling down and coming back up, I feel so alive. Yeah. When I was working my, you know, nine to five, it was like it was good. It was kind of rewarding, but it, it not not fulfilling. I was more growth. There was no more expansion. So, but I knew, I do know people who love their job and that's totally cool. Like, you know, like the entrepreneurship is not for everyone, yeah. but if you are looking for that, then I don't know, I guess Rima and I want to say like, whatever it is, start it, yeah. start small, research at least, at least and figure things out or, you know, make a little plan and just try. Exactly. <laughs> and you'll be pleasantly surprised. Exactly. Like, just just yeah. give it something. I mean, at least feed your curiosity. Yeah, exactly. Explore. Just have fun exactly. and explore. I think we take life way too seriously. Yes. Like, then, and we're so hard on ourselves. Like, who cares? No. It's exactly. like, at the end of the day, I always ask myself, is this going to matter in five years? Nope. Okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I love the yeah. five-year rule. Like yeah. I, I live by this rule. Me too. Like no one's gonna remember this in five years. I can, I can do this. I can get away with it. But you know what? The other, the other flip coin is this: Do people have a five-year plan? You know, like we, for you and I, we say this because we have a five-year plan. So that little thing that we're sweating today is nothing in the great, you know, in this. Yeah, case. we. But I like to ask people today, what's your five-year plan? And it sometimes people will tell you their five-year plan, and it's so nice to see. And I look at them flat in the face, and I'm like, I'm so happy for you. But sometimes you ask people, what's your five-year plan? And they have no idea. No, they're just on they, autopilot. On autopilot because you're on, you know, like you're surviving mode. And we got taught in society that this is normal. Yes. But, oh, and I'm, that deprogramming is really hard. Yes, but it starts with people like us to say what we think. We can and if you tell it to one person and that one person, it, like, you know, it brings something in them, then, then you've done your job. It's awesome, you know. Yeah. But, you know, yes, society conditions us in such weird ways and people put their insecurities onto you all the time. But at the end of the day, it's a nice question to ask yourself. Do you know where you're going to be in five years? And if you don't have an answer to that, maybe it's it's okay to go see what other people are doing or to sit down and write things down or take a 12-hour walk. That's a book I just finished the listening to. I don't know if you – it's such a nice book. I love it. So, you know, put, put yourself in silence and, and put things down on paper like – shut the world around you just that self-reflection and alone time 
I hated it for the longest time. I could never be alone. I was so restless. I always had FOMO. I couldn't handle being alone. I was just like, oh, and now I'm like, I'm such a big introvert. People don't realize I really love my alone time. Like that's how I recharge. If I do an event or something, I am tired for two or three days. I need to shut the world out. And I love my alone time and my reflection and writing and expressing and just purging things out. Oh, you just feel so lighter and you can breathe and you're not heavy and carrying everything on your shoulders. Like that reflection time is a, is, is a game changer. Definitely. Yeah. And then you get to figure out who you are because you said, who am I? Like after when you're like, I'm going to go explore things, but who am I? Like none of us, like, I didn't know who I still, I know who I am, but I still kind of don't. Like I'm still learning who I am. Of course. But I, in, I, in the beginning, I'm like, I have no idea what I like anymore. I have no idea what inspires me anymore. I, I just lost everything. I was just this like kind of numbed out autopilot. Like I did, didn't have my own thoughts. I was a chameleon. You know, you would say something, remember like, oh, I got a new belief. Oh, I totally believe that. And it's like, <laughs> who are you? Like, who are you? Like, what are your beliefs and values? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Not a clue. I was so lost too. And like, and it's so funny how we just, it just happens. And all of a sudden you look back or you you wake up one day, like when you had a nap in your podcast, when you just had that moment, yeah. I feel like that was my moment too. I just looked around one day at work and I was like, what am I doing here? Oh, and every Friday we're sitting behind the nurse's desk. Everyone has to do their notes. And uh, every Friday there was Island Life on. I don't know, like HGTV. Yeah. I'm sitting there Friday afternoon and these, these shows are on because the TV is always playing in the background because we worked in like an inpatient setting. And I'm like, why am I not doing this? Like, why am I not living on an island? Like, why am I not exploring? And that, that was like my, yeah. I had enough points. Yeah. I'm like, I need to make changes because I'm, I'm not living. I'm just, like you said, we're in surviving mode. And that's the thing, it's like people are always stuck in that. And I know it's hard. Like it is it's it so is hard. a hard realization. And it's yeah. tough to get out of it. But it's not so tough because you, people see the mountain, but like as we said before, like put your little goal. <laughs> it's not about this thing, it's about the journey and enjoying it while you're getting there. Because it's not just about people are always they say, Well, when I do this, I'll be happy. I'm like, yeah, but what about the little steps that you're taking in between? Why aren't you cheering yourself on for those lives? These are worth celebrating. Like, you know, we're, we're, again, we're, we think that we're only happy if we have, if we land on a ton of money, then I'll be happy. Or if I land on a ton of money, then I will give back. If we, you know, like, then I will give myself some time. Then I will, I'm like, yeah. But celebrate. It works backwards. <laughs> it really does. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah, tell me. Sorry, I cut you off. I thought. No, okay. Um, three. Okay, since you just mentioned your book, what are your top three personal development books that you want to share with people that you were like, oh, this changed my life. There are or a lot. two or yeah, one, whatever. You're, yeah. I think um, you know, Think and Grow Rich is a good book. I believe yeah. um, that's a good, good book because for me, those were some of my limiting beliefs and yeah. I believe that it helped me with that. Uh, another book that I listen to and I want to re-listen to and re-listen to because the speaker spoke, he speaks my language 100% and he's a new discovery of mine. Uh, I, I'm sure you know him, Ed Milet. Oh, yes. The Power of One <laughs> More as a book, I find is such a complete book. It's very engaging. It's simple because everybody can read it and get something out of it. And because I believe it's very diversified, it's nice because everybody will hear what they want to hear in it, you know. Then you have the books like The Slight Edge. You know, again, we're talking about those little things that make a difference. That little nuggets. The little nuggets that get you close to where you want to get or books like The Power, you know, like Power and the Secret, if you're a little bit more of the on the granola side, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I believe that there are tons of stuff out there. And if you're not reading books 
listen to podcasts. If you're, you know, like, and if you're not re- listening to podcasts, listen to motivations. Everything starts, for me, it's the, the whole journey started with small motivational speeches of like four or five minutes. You know, I used to put Will Smith on replay at one point in time at the gym. And that was like, it just made me happy. It just got me, you know, and then you start, you know, I used to read so many, so many books, but they weren't into personal development in any way. You know, until one day I looked at my library and I'm like, I'm not proud of that list. I mean, it's cute, the shopaholics. I would not say anything bad about them, but there's yeah. more than this. You know, you're not going to reread them. You're not going to hear something new in them. So, um, you know, yeah. I loved it. So Rima and I both had the amazing experience to see Ed Milet in person, like on stage or it was. And his when he talked about um, that one choice, yeah. You know, his father made that one choice and helped this person because of that one choice and decision, the ripple effect it had on so many people. Yeah. And his one choice with his child, the ripple effect. I'm just like, oh, I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's just one step. It's just one choice. It's just, and you have no idea where that's going to lead you. And you have no idea how that's going to impact people. Yeah. Like, it's so beautiful. <laughs> the fact I, that the ripple effect that we could, we can have. Of course. And then when we're in a low, we think that, okay, we're in a low and it's the pity party and there's nothing I can do and I can't help anybody, but you can turn that around and help so many people who are where you were. If not, how would you understand them? Like people, you know, and, and I, we've all, we're all guilty of that. I'm sure because you see yourself at a low and you're like, I'm worthless or, you know, Mm -hmm realize what you're saying to yourself at the end of the day your self-talk is definitely very important but how can you switch it you know like okay fine we're low we're all of this but finding strength out of a bad situation is something that's powerful and everybody has it everybody if they choose to do it you know so at the end of the day it's just it takes one person to make a big difference you know and i believe that everybody has that in that to make a difference so at the end of the day are you in alignment because my question to you would be would you be doing the best that you can be if you're out of alignment you know oh yeah that's a good yeah good thing to ponder like exactly it's like because you're not true to yourself you're forget who you are and I believe that at the core, it's nice to go back to the basics and realize who are you? What do you stand on? I heard something this week and I can't even remember who said it because sometimes I listen to a lot of things. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm so bad at quoting people as well. I'm Me too. Very bad. I have like the memory of a goldfish. Another book that I love is The Big Leap, talking about the goldfish because they're a cover of Oh, The Big Leap. That is That was my I biggest aha. I love oh. talking about the goldfish. I remember that book. So yeah, <laughs> that one changed. That one had so many nuggets in there, and I realized how bad I, I self-sabotage, and I'm not allowing myself to be in alignment, and I'm not allowing positive things to happen to me because I felt like I need to suffer more. Yeah, I felt. I don't know why I had this thing like I I don't deserve this. Like I'm not. I didn't suffer enough to yeah. get this, and I was yeah. like, whoa where did that come from? Like, why do I have to suffer? Why does anyone have to suffer in order to get something good? Exactly. Because oh, that's how we're conditioned. That's how we're yeah. conditioned with so many things. I know. Wow. My friend, a friend of mine just sent me something because she knew very well that one of my biggest um, things that ever blocked me is a sense of guilt. I'm not going to go into details about that. It's not just the money, yeah. it's different things. And knowing me, she sent me this one day and um, it hit me flat in the face because, you know, when we're talking about vibration, should people listening believe in that or not? I do believe in that. I do believe that when people walk into a room, if they light up a room or not, it's the energy they're giving out. And scientifically, you can actually now uh, measure it. It's quantum physics, really. And like energy is the new currency to me. Exactly. Yeah. believe in it or not it's up to you yeah. guys but I yeah. do believe in it and um, 
low, the lowest of vibrations is actually the guilt feeling. That's why every time I would feel guilty, I would go under the rock for like three days, four days, you know, and it takes you so much time to get out of it until you stop and you face it and you say, no, that's not what I want for myself anymore and turn it around. There are tools to turn it around. And say no, no, no. I want to be on the happy side of the curve. You know, <laughs> just, just be, what brings me there? Okay, those feelings, fine. We're gonna embrace those feelings and yeah. work on yourself. At the end of the day, we all know it. We're the total of the five people we relate to, and we are around. So look around you and see who you are with. And what are you absorbing? I would never take advice from people who don't, who are not sitting where I want to sit. Never. I've done that before and I would never ever do that again. So I love that. I was just going to ask you your one piece of advice for everyone. And I feel like you just said it. Probably. <laughs> See, yeah. you, we think alike you and I. Honey. We do. We do. Oh, Rima, is there anything else you want to share? Because I know you have a phone call coming up. Yeah. And um, I'm just, I flip and love you and your energy. You're beautiful. I, inside you. and out. I am so grateful we met in Mexico. <laughs> And we get to like go on this crazy, amazing adventure together. And um, I, I just, I am so honored. Thank you so much oh, for doing this. The same way for me, honey. And thank you for asking me to be with you on this. That really talks to my heart. So thank you so much. And there's no coincidence we're sitting together because I believe yeah. that we worked hard and we worked on ourselves to get there and to attract yeah. people like each other into our lives. So I can't yeah. wait for more. Mexico and everything works. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you so much, love. Thank you, everyone who's listening to us. I feel like she has so many good nuggets in there. I feel like people are going to take so many things from this. I, I this is such a beautiful conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, oh okay. Bye, love. Have a beautiful rest of your day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this podcast. It means the world to me and everyone else who is involved in getting people's stories out there and experiences and just sharing our journeys together. So please help this podcast grow so we can continue to create free content there. So please, you know, screenshot that you listen to this episode or any of the episodes while you, uh, you know, tag me at Randy Lamont on Instagram, Facebook, please share this with anyone you feel would benefit from a story and this podcast and just help us keep growing. Um, immense gratitude and appreciation and just sending everyone love who listens to this.